The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're here on the block, half an hour to go in the show before we're off to our weekend. Hope you all have some great plans. Hope it includes some, some college football watching with conference championship weekend. Also hope it includes a Nebraska basketball win over Creighton. We go now to our VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local Heart. We welcome in Andrew Alex of 24-7 Sports, covering a lot with Virginia Tech. Uh, Andrew, we're there. We made it to championship weekend, but before we get to that matchup and others across the country, how did we do with our bowl predictions for the ACC? How many teams at the bottom at the, the five-win mark ended up making it? Uh, Austin and Trick, first of all, thank you as always for having me on. It is a pleasure, and Going back to our conversation uh, from, I guess it was now two weeks ago, I was spot on. Everything that I said would happen happened exactly the way that I thought it would. Yeah, right. No, seriously. <laughs> Virginia Tech lost to NC State and then beat UVA. And then I guess it was, uh, was it who Syracuse needed two wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they got the last one against Wake. And yeah. So yeah, they, they and I, I, we can go to the tape, but I think I said they'd lose to Georgia Tech in the beat Wake Forest. Here's, yeah. here's the thing. We won't go to the tape. We have you on for a reason because we know you get things right. So we're going to take your word for it. Job very well done on that. But let's talk the championship matchup here between Florida State and Louisville. Interesting matchup, I think, between these two teams. Florida State down at least to, to number two quarterback, Tate Rodemaker. If not, down to its number three quarterback, Andrew, Strick and I have been having this discussion. Let's say Florida State wins, but it's a close game. Do you see the committee poking holes in Florida State's resume and leaving them out, or will an undefeated Power 5 champion get into the playoff like it has every time before? Uh, I don't think that they they will. I mean, I can definitely see the logic, and I can see why my fans uh, of you know teams that would also be competing for that same spot uh, could try to make a compelling argument that, you know, FSU wasn't the same team, uh, you know, without Jordan Travis. But that being said, like, you know, they went with Tate Rodemaker and they beat the University of Florida. You know, obviously not a great team, but, you know, it's an SEC caliber roster. Uh, and ultimately, like, what's the point of playing the regular season in a Power 5 conference? You win all your games. You beat LSU and Florida in the process. Two pretty strong non-conference games. Uh, you know, I mean, if you go down the list of teams that are bowl eligible, like 
They beat Miami bowl eligible. Duke, when Duke was good with Riley Leonard, beat it pretty handily. Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Clemson, Boston College, uh, and none of those games were particularly close, right? So I think that ultimately you have to honor the resume and overall what they did uh, during the season. But that being said, like I, I'm not naive enough to, or an ACC homer enough to think that a Jordan Travis list Florida State uh, would stand. I mean, I, I think that with Travis, they could hang in there. I'd still probably put them as like 10 to 14 points underdogs against like a Michigan. Uh, but if we're down to string number three, the, you know, the, the favorite should take care in that game. I'm actually attending the ACC championship game here in a, a couple days in my home city now of Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'll be boots on the ground to see what this uh, banged up Florida State team looks like. Anything else uh, on the football front you got? Um, yeah, I was going to throw out. I got, I'm going yeah. to transition to the basketball. Uh, with, with Louisville, year one under Jeff Brown, he comes back to, to where he played. What do you make of the job that he did and the cards getting to the ACC championship in year one under him? You know, it's been an impressive job, right? And I, I don't want to make it seem like the cover was totally left bare at Louisville. Like, he, he didn't inherit what would be defined as a total dumpster fire. But ultimately, uh, you know, this was a Louisville team that didn't project to do well and, or didn't project at least with the roster they had last year to find themselves in this position this year. And the reason they've been able to do that is not only, number one, the coaching of Jeff Brown, but number two, his ability to use the transfer portal to his advantage. Like their number one wide receiver, Jamari Thrash, you know, team leader in touchdowns, team leader in receiving yards. Four years at Georgia State prior to this. Uh, you know, you look at a guy like Juar Jordan. He was there last year, but taking a big step forward, a player that's developed. Of course, uh, under center, Jack Plummer, a guy that Brown was not unfamiliar with, right? He played for Brown under Purdue, ultimately lost that starting job to Aiden O'Connell. Uh, he transfers out when he knows he's not the starter anymore, ends up at Cal, and then ends up transferring back to Jeff Brom in a new role. What lesson does that teach us in the world of college football these days? In the transfer portal era, you've got to maintain positive relationships no matter what happens. Uh, but all those guys have been, have been really key uh, to getting Louisville to a point where they're fast, they're physical, and you know, given the circumstances, I think they might be able to give Florida State a little bit of trouble. That seems to be the the case from what the odds makers are saying. Let's move away from the, the conference championship game here for just a couple questions. Let's start with North Carolina and the Tar Heels. Drake May hasn't officially declared, but they go out and they get Max Johnson out of the transfer portal from Texas A&M. Pretty good sign that Drake May is going to go, obviously, as high as he is on draft boards as well. What do you make of Carolina's season? Is this just what that program is? Get some hype, get to nine and three, and that's good. What's the outlook for Mac Brown now? <laughs> the outlook for Mac Brown, I'll say, you know, going into the 2021 season, it was all sunshine and roses at Carolina, right? They had been in a really bad place under Coach Larry Fedora uh, prior, and Brown, who had been with them, Obviously, uh, you know, he had great success with them back in like the 90s and then went on and won a national championship in Texas, was retired. It was like, if there's anyone that can revive this program and get it back to where it needs to be, it's going to be him. And 
on the recruiting trail, they have done tremendously. And in terms of offensive talent, they have done tremendously. Uh, you know, obviously, like, you have Drake May right now. Prior to that, you had Sam Howell. <laughs> Those are two NFL likely starting quarterbacks in 2024. Uh, and then Javante Williams in the backfield, Michael Carter, Josh Downs. They can keep going on and on and on. The results haven't been there. The name of the game for Carolina football has been getting gashed on defense and losing winnable games, especially in the second half of the season. And I'll tell you this, guys. I just watched Virginia Tech, who is in year two of a rebuild with a little bit of a ways to go, absolutely pummel UVA. There is no reason that a team with the talent that North Carolina has should be losing to a team like UVA under any circumstances. That speaks to bad discipline uh, and a program that's a little bit out of control. So if on today, you know, December 1st, Mac Brown is still, as we know, the coach of Carolina, well, then he's going to be there next year. I have a feeling, though, that given his, given his age and given the results, they're going to be looking to transition and essentially make a retirement decision for him unless things really go swimmingly next year. Let's move just down to back a road a little ways. Duke became the second AC team in as many years to have its starting quarterback poached by Notre Dame. Um, and of course, Duke's head coach Mike Elko leaves. He's now at Texas A&M. What's the outlook for the Blue Devils? And will Notre Dame start recruiting its own quarterbacks for once? Or are they just going to keep digging back into the ACC where they have their scheduling partnership for their, their quarterback on a year-to-year basis? Yeah, I mean, Marcus Freeman's got a pretty good gig, right? He doesn't even need to go to high schools anymore. He just needs to go play teams throughout the season. And when he sees someone that his defense has trouble with in the handshake line at the end of the game, he'll just say, hey, we'll give you a million dollars next year if you want to come play for us. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, times are a little bit tough at Duke. Obviously, Mike Elko did with that program in a very, very short period of time what not a lot of people thought, what not a lot of coaches are capable of doing, you know, just generally speaking. Uh, you know, certainly not with a Duke program that was where it was in its final year under David Cutcliffe, right? They were they were down bad, and not a huge recruiting class. They didn't have Riley Leonard, who at the time we did not know was as good as he actually is. But uh, for Riley Leonard, good for you, man. You're a millionaire. I get it, especially if you're not like a top-tier NFL prospect. Take the Sam Hartman route. Take the money. Take the opportunity. And if you show up, the NFL will still be there, probably in the exact same capacity as late-round pick undrafted free agent at the end of the year next year. For Duke, you know, for the second time in, I guess, in, since 2021, they're in their coaching search, and it's obviously probably one of the most difficult places in Power 5 college football to win. So you need to find a guy that fits that mold. And, you know, you're not going to be like a recruiting powerhouse, right? Like Syracuse. When our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply out and hired and I forget, the guy's name flipping off the top what was that Fran Brown Fran Brown exactly Fran Brown was you know the number one recruiter in the northeast one of the number two one recruiters in the country but he was doing it for Georgia right Syracuse isn't going to be that team that's going to be getting those recruits one way or the other you need to find a guy like a Dave Clawson or kind of like what Mike Elko did at Duke who can get the most out of his talent that's a scheme guy that's a football guy so you want to point and find a coach that's won everywhere that he's gone kind of like closer to you guys example lance leipold Mm -hmm. i if i'm duke i am throwing everything that i possibly can at the wall to try to get willie fritz now there might be some competition there but that is their ideal scenario in my mind Uh, but to fill the shoes of cutcliffe who revived the program from as low as it could possibly be. And then Elko, who had immediate success, uh, it's going to take a special person, and I I don't know if that special person necessarily uh, got their eyes on Duke. Let's shift real quick, uh, you know, for the ACC in basketball at this point, right? Clemson's off to a wonderful start, 6-0 at this point. Uh, North Carolina has looked good as well uh, in their start. You've got you've got your your traditionals, the ones that have been having success, looking pretty good to start. Miami Hurricanes off to a wonderful start. Obviously, the Duke Blue Devils are not probably at the start that they had hoped for, but they're still looking pretty good and strong in the top ten. So, well, who do you think, as you've kind of caught some of the early games, who who's your who's your dark horse for the ACC this year, and and who do you think ultimately is your top three that's gonna that's as it, as the things pan out. 
Well, you know, to, to answer the second part of the question, just from a sheer talent perspective, I, I think the top three probably shakes out to be, you know, the three teams that find themselves in the top 25 rankings. Number one being Miami, uh, because that is a disciplined team. And I think that Jim Laranega might be the most underrated coach in Division One college basketball, right? They got, you know, not maybe as many returning massive contributors, but you do have Nigel Pack back on that team. And, uh, you know, this, this kid, Wuga Poplar. Wuga Poplar has really emerged for Miami. Uh, kind of a, a bench player in years past, taking that big step forward. So I like the Canes. Uh, and then, of course, the Duke of North Carolina, right? Like, you got all the talent in the world. Uh, you know, a name that you guys might recognize from Notre Dame, Cormac Ryan, four-year starter. He's back. He's back in college basketball, but now he's playing for North Carolina. Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis, two guys that were in that starting lineup when North Carolina took Kansas to the national championship game. Those guys are both there, too. Now, can Hubert Davis keep them all together for the entirety of the season? We haven't seen that yet. But with two of the top talents in college basketball on the roster, I have a hard time believing they won't. And yes, Strick, when it comes to Duke, uh, you know, the loss to Arkansas the other night, that's not what Duke was going for. Now, they will have one more opportunity in the non-con for redemption when they take on Baylor. I believe that game is going to be at Madison Square Garden or mm-hmm. either MSG or the Barclays Center, the game they played in New York. But but the amount of talent that Duke has and something that Duke hasn't had, and maybe this will play to their advantage in NIL, returning talent, right? You can now make that argument to their top recruits. You don't need to go, you know, be like a mid-round pick and end up in the G League because you're 19. Just, like, come back and play. So Duke has their top four guys, that being Flipkowski, Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, and Mark Mitchell, all with experience in the program. I've told you guys before, my dad's a Duke alum. I grew up a huge fan of the Duke basketball program, and it has been a long time, like almost 10 years now, it seems, since Duke at the top was like experience in, in any regard. So I believe in John Shire as a coach, and I, I think that team, when it comes to ACC play, will make a run. Uh, in terms of your dark horse, I mean, like you mentioned Clemson, but I do think that's a team that's going to hang in there. Right, and it's a big year for Brad Brownell. So they have to put their recent win over Alabama on the road. That'll be a big one. PJ Hall, center there, one of the most frustrating Virginia Tech recruiting losses <laughs> since my time following the team. His dad was a Virginia Tech alum. He ultimately chose to go to Clemson, and he's just a tremendous big man down low, averaging over 20 points a game right now. Clemson seems like a tournament team. Obviously, you got to have trust in Virginia. Uh, you know, Tony Bennett's a great coach. Whether they'll get bounced in the first round or not, well, that remains to be seen, and I always enjoy seeing it happen. But I'd put them in. And then there's a lot of teams with question marks, right? Like, you know, Virginia Tech is a, a team with the talent to make the tournament. But when you've already lost to, you know, you've lost three games, and they have a big win over Iowa State, but getting embarrassed on the road at Auburn, yeah, that doesn't speak well to it. So for these ACC teams, right, when it comes to actually making the NCAA tournament, 
It's about finding yourself as a team early on, trying not to lose too many games in the non-con in the process. And then, you know, if you can get 20 wins in the ACC, you should be good, right? But that usually requires not losing more than five games in the non-con and then a winning record in the conference. So still a lot of basketball left to play, but uh, I, I don't think though the ACC is not as powerful as it once was, I do think there are some contenders in there, certainly at the top nationally and then in the middle to at least make the tournament. Andrew, I'm curious to monitor Pitt moving forward, but I think my eyes will mostly be on Louisville and everything that's happening and, and not happening in that program. I'm sure you heard the comments from Kenny Payne about the the player that didn't want to go in the game, didn't want to play because they didn't have the right tights that Louisville never had. Does Kenny Payne have the rest of the year to get things going at Louisville, or do you think that he's uh, you know got a warm enough seat already that if things you know keep going the way they are, Louisville could be looking for a new coach sooner than later? I mean, if it looks anything like I don't think they'll allow last year to happen again, right? Like there, there has to be at least moderate improvement for Louisville, and is, is the way that things look is that necessarily automatic? Probably not. I mean, getting things started with the loss to Chattanooga at home is certainly not what they were going for over there. I mean, Sunday will be a big test for them, right? You get your first ACC game. It's against Virginia Tech. Uh, I just kind of described Virginia Tech there before. A good team, a team that probably, it's against Virginia Tech. Uh, I just kind of described Virginia Tech there before. A good team, a team that probably can win some games in the ACC. Not a world beater by any means. If Virginia Tech goes out there and beats them by like 20 points, number one, that doesn't spell well for the overall talent on the roster for Louisville. And number two, I think that would be the, the first sound of the alarm that, yeah, the Kenny Payne could be a guy who doesn't make it the entire season. Just crazy to me that Louisville could find themselves this low on the basketball court, given the history and tradition there. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Andrew Alex of 24-7 Sports with us here on our LOVIP line. Enjoy your trip to the ACC Championship game. Hopefully we can uh, chat about it next week. Andrew, thanks as always, man. Yeah, let's recap it all. Enjoy uh, a very important uh, in almost oh, yeah. every single game championship weekend and i'll uh, look forward to talking to you guys soon all right there he is andrew alex with us again on our vip line brought to you by aloe fiber where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart Stricky, there's just still so much optimism that florida state you know a wins and b gets in the playoff it makes sense but i still just don't know i just have this funny feeling about the seminoles I agree, and and it comes down to what we've been talking about, uh, especially with the Huskers, mm-hmm. the reasons as to why. Yeah. It could have been a totally different situation had the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. It works It works across the board. They not having a top-tier quarterback at their disposal, it puts everything at risk to mm-hmm. falling down like you're playing Jenga. Right. Right, you didn't mm-hmm. build it up. You 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 got to pull it out the right way, otherwise everything comes toppling down. And I just don't know if you're getting into a third quarter unless this quarterback is like Brock Purdy, where he just was somebody that was under the radar, nobody knew, and he's a gamer, and he just mm-hmm. comes in there and just you're like, wait a minute, wait, we got some here, you know, and mm-hmm. you found a gem mm-hmm. of a situation. Otherwise, he would have probably been further up the depth chart. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm. That's where I feel the same way about you because it comes down to quarterback play. Mm-hmm. When you get into these big games, yep, it's going to come down to quarterback play. I do want to ask Andrew next week too about Florida State men's basketball. Leonard Hamilton, I think, one of the more underrated coaches in, in recent college basketball history. Haven't done much homework on the Knowles. Don't know much about him, so definitely want Andrew's thoughts on that. We'll get those next week again after he's at the ACC championship game tomorrow. Let's talk to Jay Foreman. He'll cross it over with us, get you set up for old school on the other side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.